Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by the Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the theater, and this is Season 3, Episode 5, for our regular season production of Elf the Musical. This show is the third show for the 2021-2022 regular season. As always, a quick COVID-19 procedure update. Audience members, as of this recording, are still required to wear masks while attending shows. In Act 2 of this episode, we are joined by Missy Marlett, who directs the show. But first, Act 1. Have you ever wondered what would happen if, as a baby, you crawled into Santa's sack on Christmas Eve and uh, grew up at the North Pole being raised by elves? No? Just me? Well, that, of course, uh, is a dream of mine, but also the premise of the movie Elf and the musical Elf. The musical is, of course, is an adaptation of the well-known Will Ferrell movie of the same name. The movie came out in 2003 and is a holiday favorite for many people. The stage version debuted on Broadway in 2010 for a limited run during the 2010-2011 season and then a return engagement for the 2012-2013 holiday season. Now, we had originally planned to produce this show last season, but moved it to this season due to COVID restrictions at the time. For the handful of you who haven't at least heard of the movie, the basic plot revolves around Buddy, who discovers despite being raised by elves at the North Pole, he's actually human. He sets off on an adventure to New York City to meet his biological father. And as they say, hijinks ensue. A few random bits of trivia about the movie. The initial draft of the script was actually first written in 1993, and early candidates for the role of Buddy included Chris Farley and Jim Carrey. The uh, movie was Will Ferrell's first post-Saturday Night Live leading role. The film was directed by John Favreau, who initially was hesitant to take on the script, feeling it was too dark. He would go on to rewrite it and make it a little bit lighter, and as he said, more of a fun uh, homage to the Rankin and Bass Christmas specials. Filming the movie caused several traffic accidents in the Lincoln Tunnel because people were surprised to see Will Ferrell walking down the tunnel dressed as an elf. Farrell had headaches throughout the shoot because of all of the sugary food he had to eat on set. And finally, Will Farrell turned down $29 million to be in a sequel to the film because the script wasn't any good. Will Farrell also uh, turned down our offer to be in the musical here. But that's okay because we have John Francis playing Buddy the Elf. The show also features a cast of 23 area performers, and this is the largest regular season cast that we've had on stage since 2019. There are 11 actors making their regular season community players debut in this cast. Missy Marlett directs the production. Zoe Teen is the music director. Our production runs approximately 2 hours and 15 minutes with a 10-minute intermission. 
The show is rated a 2 on our production rating scale. That means it is for a broad audience or the equivalent of a PG movie. This is the first time Community Players has produced the show. That brings down the curtain for Act 1. Stand by for Act 2. Well, we are now joined here in the glamorous Community Players Podcasting Studios, known by many people as my office, by Missy Marlette, director of ELF. Hello, Missy. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jamie. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. ELF the Musical. What can audiences expect with this show? Yeah, so audiences can expect a ton of fun and to leave with their faces sore from smiling and laughing so much. There's lots of excellent music and endless laughs and uh, full hearts they yeah. will leave with. It's smiling. Smiling is my favorite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. Right now, work is your favorite. Jamie. That's, yeah. Make work your new favorite. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the very first time um, that I watched this show all the way through, once we had all the bones to it, I literally was, my face hurt at the end of it because it's just such a great script and... Um, I hope audiences feel the same way I do, just laughing and laughing their heads off. Yeah, it really is a, a very fun, charming adaptation uh, of the movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and, and speaking of, you know, the movie, you know, people should probably know uh, that, you know, obviously Elf was a movie. Shocker. Yeah. Um, um, but so how is the stage version different from the movie? And are, are all the classic bits and lines from the movie there? Or Right, yeah. So I, I assume most people who are coming to see the musical have seen the movie. Um, I know for sure my family and I have made it a holiday tradition to watch it every year. Um, and yeah, I would say the, the classic bits and lines that are important and needed for the story are definitely there. Um, there's some things that happen in the movie that we can't reproduce on stage um, just because film is such a different thing than live theater. Um, but I personally think that the, the adaptation that we're presenting is in some ways better than the movie version. I mean, I don't want to put, you know, <laughs> too many, too high of expectations on it, but just in the time that I've spent with it and um, uh, taking it all in, I really feel like it's a, better telling of the story yeah you know that's that's one of the things that sometimes with a stage adaptation of a movie is they either work really well or they really struggle right um and one of the things that that can strengthen the you know a stage adaptation of a movie is is having those songs that really kind of take us to the next level of the character definitely yeah and and these songs um from the very first time i heard the soundtrack i started it again and, and listened to it on repeat because it's just such great music. Um, and that was one of the main reasons that I wanted to, to put my hat in the ring to direct it because it just sounded like so much fun. And um, this cast really does a great job of bringing it all to life. They sound wonderful. So I'm really excited for audiences yeah. to see this adaptation. Yeah, I, and you know, speaking of you know, listening to the soundtrack, like the very, very first time I listened to the soundtrack, I was like, oh, okay, it's nice. Yeah. Um, but having watched uh, several rehearsals now, uh, yeah, the songs are very, 
annoyingly catchy. Yeah. You know, like they uh, they, they stuck get in stuck head. in your head. Yeah. And, you know, I was uh, doing something in the auditorium yesterday and I was like, happy all the time. Da, 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 happy. All... Why am I singing this song? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what I love about it. And that's one of the things I hope audiences do, too, when they go home um, all through the rest of this Christmas season and into the new year, singing these songs over and over again because they're just fun. So, yeah. Uh, so has it been difficult balancing the expectations that come with a, a familiar movie and making a stage production that is really uniquely its own thing? Right. Um, I mean, there's been some unique difficulties, but really the, a lot of those moments, those signature moments are built into the show. And if there are moments that um, we felt were missing that were really cool in the movie and we wanted to include them in the show, the cast is always willing to um, throw different things in here and there um, just to add a little bit of that movie feel, you know, some of those mm -hmm. favorite moments. So um, I no, I, I don't think it has been difficult. It's just been, it's just been fun to recreate. This. Yeah this show the story of buddy the elf yeah is it are there any um particularly creative or fun moments in the show that really stand out for you well personally um my favorite moment is the beginning of act two um we have a bunch of fake santas who it's christmas eve and they're all um gathered in a chinese restaurant talking about how nobody cares about santa anymore and um people are just ungrateful and they go into a musical number um, called Nobody Cares About Santa Claus, where they just literally sing and dance about their troubles and woes about uh, being a fake Santa out of work now um, before Christmas. So it's the guys do such a wonderful job. We use, I think, about all the guys that we have in the show end up coming out for that number, and it's a big... Um, big dance number with using their chairs and it's really fun so that's personally my favorite moment but there's a ton of of awesome moments and great things that aren't even in the script that our ensemble they're just adding themselves and um really to make the show well-rounded and and feel whole yeah that that uh, nobody cares about santa claus uh song is is a really fun number and it, it's got a kind of a blues jazz feel to it yeah. and and uh, yeah it, it is uh, and the guys sound great you know when we have yes. i don't know how many guys are in the in the ensemble off the top of my head but um you know you have all these guys singing really this big loud wall of sound you know comes out when they nobody yes. you know, yeah it's it's uh, it's a really fun moment yeah definitely definitely so i hope audiences enjoy it too but like i said all the moments of the show are very touching and fun there's a lot of big dance numbers and um the cast is sounding great so yeah it'll be it'll be a fun show yeah awesome well let's talk about you a little bit and your theater experiences um community players audiences uh likely you know recognize you of course from being on stage in multiple shows over the years sure. uh what have maybe uh, what have been some of your most memorable roles yeah so I had to kind of make a list, and, and how much time do we have, Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's our podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple hours. Um, just kidding. But no, um, when I sat down to think about it, 
probably the most meaningful role that I've had at this point was actually the last production that we did, um, Gage County, Nebraska. Um, it was such a collaborative piece that I've personally never been a part of anything like that before where the cast actually had a hand in what the final script looked like. So we started out with one script and then by the end of the process, um, by opening night, we were on our seventh script. So it was a lot of changes and edits and I actually um, was able to co-write the opening song and lead that. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was a really cool, um, project to be a part of because the people that we are portraying are real people um, that a lot of us are connected to here in our community. Um, so yeah, I, that one, that will stick with me, that will live on in me forever. But all the roles that I've played really um, have a place in my heart forever. Um, so yeah, I have some of the, my favorite roles, um, South Pacific, I got to play Nellie Forbush, um, and Jesus Christ Superstar, I was Mary Magdalene. Um, Noises Off was a really fun play <laughs> um, with the revolving sets. I got to be Lois Lane in that one. Um, in Chicago, Roxy Hart. That was a dream role of mine. <laughs> um, also, Truvy and Steel Magnolias. That was so fun. Um, and one of our actresses who was in that with me, Lizzie Viverka, is in this show, too, playing Deb, the secretary. She's doing a great job. Um, and then I got to be in James and the Giant Peach with my son Nolan, who's also in this show. Um, I got to be the ladybug, and he was James. And that was that was a really fun show, too. And then I was thinking back and remember the time at SEC when uh, we did Little Shop of Horrors. And I was Audrey, and you were Audrey, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> and, right. Yeah. I, I kind of forget about that. I, that I came in as a guest artist uh, for SEC. And, yeah, and same. Yeah. Yeah, and did the, the, the voice of the plant. Yeah. Feed me. Yeah, <laughs> show does look like plant food. <laughs> yeah, no, was, that was a fun time. So uh, that made me smile the other day when I was thinking about that. So, yeah, those are just a few. Um, I've been on stage and behind the scenes and um, – People have seen me all over. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, what made you interested in stepping into the director's chair then for Elf? Yeah. So um, I've actually played a hand in directing some se several other shows. And um, I was seeing that the role was still open for the guest director. And um, really, I have a need to help and so I wanted to help fill that role and then like I said earlier just um listening to the soundtrack actually and reading the script I was like yeah this this will be a legit show so I want to definitely have a part in making this happen yeah yeah well we, we appreciate you uh, uh stepping stepping up and, and uh you know throwing your hat into the ring for consideration uh for directing the show um, you know, so, but you, like you said, you know, it's not your first time directing. Um, talk about some of the other things that you've been, uh, involved with directorially. Yeah, sure. So several years ago, um, I'm not good at math, so, but, uh, we did a one man show here that we took the festival that actually our Santa Claus for Elf the Musical starred in, uh, Pat Marlette. And it was called Santa Land Diaries. We took it to the Nebraska State Festival and won one of the first place awards. And um, we were able to go on to Minnesota to the regional festival. So that was fun. That's something that um, not everybody gets to say they, they were able to do. Um, but that was obviously much different than uh, a cast of, you know, a cast of one 
person is a lot different than a cast of now 23 in Elf the Musical. Um, but, but they both have an elf somehow. Exactly, you know? <laughs> exactly. So I like to stick to the, the, elf, yeah. the elf shows. Just kidding. But um, also the last three years, I've been able to help out at the high school um, with their musicals that the concert choir produces. So my first one was helping with Adam's Family, the musical, which was very fun. Um, and then we did Little Mermaid Jr. and uh, Cinderella just this past year. So um, it, those are bigger casts too. So that is, you know, that's given me the experience of kind of wrangling um, the different folks, uh, the bigger casts. And yeah. also um, I feel like my experience costuming a lot of the children's shows that have larger casts um, gave me experience um, under my belt to be able to coordinate um a lot of members so. yeah yeah it, it it really is uh surprisingly challenging the bigger the cast the the more complex the machine becomes yeah um just to to balance to juggle schedules and yeah. personalities and talent levels too that's one of the great things about community theater you know is that diversity of talent you have people who've done a ton of shows and then right. you have people who this is their very first time ever being on stage. Right. Yeah. We have several new people in this show, which I'm very excited about. Um, so, yeah, I, I, would, I need to count how many new people there are. But I personally feel like I'm breaking records here <laughs> with how many new people. But also that's um, in thanks to Zoe Teen, our music director um, who comes from Lincoln. And she's brought a group of people down with her to be in it, too, um, and to assistant stage manage. And so um, she's been really influential in filling these roles that we need as well. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Well, uh, as we wrap up, I... What do you hope audiences take away from seeing this show? Yeah. I mean, truly, I hope that people take away um, Buddy's childlike sense of self. I just feel like um, living with that innocence and excitement for every little thing in life. Like, literally, Buddy gets excited about the smallest things, and it just makes me smile. And I feel like that's something that all of us could use more of in our everyday life and especially at Christmas time. So, yeah, I hope people come and have a renewed sense of their childlike selves, their inner child. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Missy, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you very, very much. All right. It's time for the curtain call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theater in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our production of Elf the Musical runs for nine performances over two weekends, December 3rd through the 5th and the 9th through the 12th. Tickets are available by calling the box office or visiting our website. Up next on the Community Players stage in February is the much-anticipated murder mystery comedy, Clue. I'm Jamie Ulmer. This has been Places, Please, and we'll see you at the theater. Curtain in. House lights up. Thank you, podcast. Make sure to reset your props and hang up your costumes. <laughs> <laughs>